Hey there, I'm Dave Agnoni, editor of Counselor, joined today by Nate Kuzma, ASI's Director of Research. Nate, how's it going? Great, Dave. How about yourself? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. Right. So Nate and I are here today to break down the Q1 distributor sales report. And Nate, I think uh, some interesting numbers. We'll start off with uh, the main number, 3.4% uh, growth and increase for distributors in Q1. However, that's down from the prior two quarters. You know, Q4 of last year and Q3 especially were pretty strong. So, you know, just give me your you know your quick reaction to 3.4 percent overall and how that relates to the prior quarters. You know, it's it's actually interesting. I didn't realize this because I don't think that I would have. But when I look back <laughs> at it over the course of the last couple of years, the first quarter sales increases year over year are remarkably similar. Yeah, they're within a tenth of a percent of each other going back all the way to 2017. Right. And what that tells me is that the impacts of whatever's going to happen in the economy aren't fully realized, positive or negative, in the promotional products industry in the first quarter. Right. It often will take a couple of quarters for that to actually come to fruition. Last year, for instance, it was also 3.4%. Right. The year ended significantly higher than that with a very strong Q2, Q3, and a Q4. So that's what happened. But the first year is... The impression I'm getting from that is that clients have a certain set of money that they're spending every year at the same time on the first quarter. They're spending money out of their budget, which is allocated. Yeah. And then as the year goes along, they make decisions on what to do. Sure. So is it, it's, you know what it is? It's solid, but it's also very indeterminate for what it means for the year right now. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, I looked at 3.4% and I thought that was a pretty decent positive, you know, mm -hmm. considering the headwinds and macroeconomic headwinds of Q1. And you just talked about, you know, maybe we're not going to realize those effects until later, you know, but a partial federal government shutdown, you know, the effect of tariffs uh, going through the economy, you know, it felt to me like 3.4% you know, it was pretty solid. I didn't expect to see 5% again. Mm -hmm. I thought that was going to be sort of a, you know, momentary, we're going to hit a couple quarters and maybe go back to between 3 and 4%. So I think 3.4, you know, is pretty solid. My, my one, um, you know, point of caution uh, when I look at well, a couple things, you know, we'll talk about, but when I look at a breakdown of small, midsize and larger distributors, 1.9% mm -hmm. was the growth for smaller firms. Does that give you any pause, or is that sort of what we've seen from that that segment? It doesn't necessarily give me any pause, only because the small distributor segment, those that are making under $250,000 a year, they are one of the more volatile ones, in that we've actually seen them have negative sales growth, whereas for the large companies, those that are over a million, and in some cases even over $5 million, which is another segment that we've looked at for things like the state of the industry, they don't have that same type of variability. They're normally growing and they're growing reasonably consistently. With the small, we don't necessarily see that. So for them to be at 1.9%, again, with some headwinds and with something yeah. with, with some economic trends that might not be pointing to positive, I think that actually can be determined to be pretty good. Yeah, I think that's fair. You know, I think looking at the, the mid-sized and the larger firms, they were pretty smart from the conversations that I've had that we've had as reporters. You know, they looked at the tariffs and tried to use it as a positive, saying, look, prices are probably going to go up. So now's your chance to buy while you can. And I think they grew their sales. At least some distributors grew their sales a bit using that strategy. So the word cloud that, uh, you know, that's in the report, you know, that's something that definitely stuck out to me. And again, we'll go both sides of this, you know, the positives and the negatives. But this is something that just when I looked at it, I definitely reacted to. You asked... Uh, distributors that uh, responded to the survey for one word that described the sales environment early in the year. And the word that is the largest on the word cloud, 
that came up the most often was what? Uh, it was slow. Slow. And even the ones that are a little bit less frequently mentioned aren't exactly what you would consider to be gangbusters right. here, right? Yeah. You know, steady. Great. Yeah. Okay, steady. Um, promising. What that, you know, and when I see promising, that, is it negative? Certainly not. Right. But it's also not saying it was incredible. Yeah. Right. It means that there's still potential there. And I think that there certainly is still potential for a very strong year. But it, it tells me that a lot of what our distributors are seeing are very reserved right now. Yeah, uh, that was what I thought, too. You look at the next chart uh, or the next word cloud, one word to describe, I guess, 2019 as a whole going forward, more predictive and hopeful was the word. You know, th in this market, optimism seems to always reign supreme. So, you know, I, I think that there's an argument to be made that, you know, the environment will improve. But when you see that, it should make you feel better. Yeah, I, th I think that there's certainly a feeling that the environment could improve. Not necessarily always will, but could mm -hmm. improve. There's, as I said, I think that the lifting of the initial threat of the 25% tariffs yeah. is a good thing. Sure. That will certainly help drive optimism. But right. again, optimism is in this industry is always present until there's a reason for it not to be. Yeah. You know, that's the nature of our business. And I think that's actually great because people are always looking for the positives and not dwelling on the negatives. Yeah, I think there's a lot of reason to be optimistic. You know, I think um, I'm feeling pretty confident uh, with the reports out there that uh, tariffs at some point when this trade deal is signed will be uh, rescinded, you know, whether it happens all at once or it happens, you know, staggered, you know, and that's going to be, you know, a, a blessing for the market. I think companies will be able to market off of that effectively. And, uh, you know, retail sales report came out, you know, this morning, you know, that showed you know, retail sales uh, you know, reached their highest point as far as growth in a year and a half. So I think there are, there are enough solid points with the economy, even though, you know, I know we've seen the reports from, uh, you know, economists from CFOs, oh, you know, we're expecting a, there's a increased likelihood of a recession 2020, 2021. I'm not sure the data supports that. Yeah, I mean, that's one of these things. But when you look at it, there's is there always a risk of something like that yeah. happening? For sure. Yeah. Right? But I mean, the last recession was called caused, you know, by factors that could not have necessarily were not foreseen. Yeah. So when people are telling me all of a sudden that, oh, there's a recession coming, you know, for years, the stock market's been waiting to crash, too. Sure. And that hasn't exactly happened yet. In fact, that's yeah. still near historic highs. Yeah. So that's, you know, it's it's one of those things where people, it's okay to plan for that. Yeah. Especially if you run a larger size business, you should certainly be preparing for all eventualities. But I'm not going to dwell on that right now for them. Yeah, we talk about diversifying, you know, the markets that you sell to. I mean, these are strategies that work regardless of, you know, where the economy is. But, you know, I, I feel... I feel pretty confident that uh, a recession is you know, nowhere in the near term, and I, I don't think that you know, distributors and suppliers you know, have that to worry about, at least for, for 2019 into early 2020. I want to talk about the Counselor Confidence Index a little bit, you know, something we look at as sort of a measure of, of health in the market. Uh, 117 in Q3 of last year was you know, an all-time high, so we're, you know, we've, we've dropped from that point. But we're really only down to 113. So I look at this as you know, no great cause for alarm here. What's your, what's your? Yeah, I mean, it's really important. Feeling? It's really important to look at like trend lines here, right? Yeah. So you want to look at the, on what the trend is. Is the trend for the last two quarters? Is it, is it sloping downward? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Is it, is it catastrophic? No, it's not. And there have been times over the course since we've been doing the CCI, the Council of Confidence Index, where it 
it has been catastrophic. Yeah. So it's certainly not there. Is it something to keep an eye on, though? Is it certainly something to keep an eye? Because it does detail the sentiment mm -hmm. of the overall market. And the overall market sentiment right now is somewhat more cautious. And that's evidenced not only by this, by, but also by the word cloud that we looked at, where it was seen as a slow or a steady quarter, not necessarily a great quarter. Yeah. All right. So what numbers does this have to get to? for you to be concerned? Is it just a matter of it trending down for three, four straight quarters? Or, you know, if we hit the 106, you know, now we're at a point where we're concerned. Does that even matter? It does. Um, the, you know, the overall a specific number mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily matter. But what happens is optimism or pessimism has a, has a tendency to build. Yeah. Right? So if it continues on for three quarters, for four quarters, if we're talking about this same trend line come Q4, even if it's only down to 107 or 108, yeah. I'm still concerned sure. because that means optimism is waning in the industry. And that's optimism or pessimism is going to be fueled by what our distributors are seeing in the industry from their clients. Yeah, you know, again, looking at this report on the whole, I think there's uh, lots of reasons to be optimistic about the market. I, I don't look at this as, uh, you know, anything that's, you know, cause for alarm. 3.4% is good. Like I said before, you know, coming off of two really strong quarters, um, you mentioned earlier that, you know, early year sales tend to be at about this range. So, you know, we're very close to that. Nate, anything else in the data that, you know, you feel, you know, bears breaking out? You know, I, I think the only thing that you really want to look at is one of the questions we also ask is, what is the overall expectations for their full mm -hmm. year, right? And that's always something that changes throughout the year. Sure. You know, with as positive and optimistic of our, as our industry tends to be, that number starts out very, very high when you get to Q1. And sometimes by the time you get to Q4, it's significantly yeah. less. All of a sudden, realism starts breaking in, especially if there's some, some trends in the market that are, that are hurting sales when it gets to Q3 and Q4. Last year, we actually didn't see that. Last year, Q1 was very strong, and it held through the entire year. Q1 this year is actually relatively very strong. 63% yeah. of distributors are saying that they expect a sales increase in 2019. Only one in 10 are expecting a decrease. And I would caution that even when they say that very often, they're saying it's going to be pretty flat. Yeah. Right. So we're going, that's one of the more telling stats in this presentation, in this story, when all of a sudden we actually see how that changes. It's not only the Council of Confidence Index and how that trends, it's also how this trends, because all of a sudden, if more companies are starting to expect a decrease, for the full year in Q2 and Q3, then we definitely have something that we need to dig into. Okay, fair enough. Uh, to wrap all this up, is there one data point, one chart that you're going to be looking at in Q2, Q3 as sort of a predictor for the year? Yeah, that, that exact one. The Definitely okay. the what do you expect for your full year sales for 2019 versus 2018? Because if more companies start to shift from the increase to the remain about the same or to the decrease, all of a sudden, that'll put that's a canary in a birdcage there for what's going on in the industry. And in many cases, because our industry tends to mirror general economic conditions yeah. amongst businesses in the U.S., it's also something that might actually um, have larger implications. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what that GDP number is for Q1. I think it's going to be lower. I don't think there's any question it's going to be lower off the pace we've had, you know, from the end of last year. But you know, if GDP could stay in the two and a half to three percent range. I think promotional products are going to be closer to 4% growth. It seems to be the way it's been trending for years now. And that would be, you know, continued strong market uh, growth for promotional products. If that happens, I think it's all, uh, we're all in pretty good shape. Yeah, I completely agree. Okay. All right. For Nate, 
I'm Dave. I hope you enjoyed our breakdown of Q1 sales. We're going to be doing this every quarter going forward. If you have any questions, feel free to email uh, myself or Nate, and, uh, and we'll get back to you. Have a great day.